10 with Tom. Thank you, 10 with Tom. That's right, you're listening to 10 with Tom. I am indeed Tom. And you are spending 10 with me. I have an unbelievable, or I had an unbelievably splitting headache before. But I took an aspirin and some glue. <laughs> and it's done the trick. I was joking about the glue. Um, wow, what an introduction. Introduction courtesy of some uh, bit of good news. I'll tell you about my computer woes before I tell you about my computer woohoos. Uh, bit of an issue with uh, with the internet still. You'll recall that my iBook had some modem failure. The uh, modem failed. I tried to fix it. It was basically broken. So I said, I'll either fix it or stuff it up completely. And, you know, I won't be in any different place if I stuff it up, stuff it up completely. But if I fix it, then it's fixed. And I stuffed it up completely. So it's beyond the point of repair. But nothing's changed. So anyway, I, I purchased a new computer. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um... But basically, that I can't connect to the internet immediately with that. So I'm completely without the internet. So I'm still reliant on my faithful alma mater, where I'll be creeping over to shortly to borrow some broadband over there and check my emails. Because I haven't checked my emails in three or four days. It's unbelievable. Well, actually, it's not. I'm doing pretty well, I think. Anyway, onto my computer. Woohoos. So my computer died. And, um, or, or the modem died, and, oh, no, actually, we had an I'm a G3 iMac, purple, beautiful machine, uh, running Mac OS 9, and that was our primary internet machine, which had a sound force, but it's not too bad. And, unfortunately, it uh, passed on, and we uh, gave it a, a bit of a dissection to remove parts that we might need. In the end, we just kept the hard drive, I think, uh, which basically left us without a workable machine that worked the internet. So I managed to convince my wonderful wife that we need a new computer. And I managed to convince her that the computer that we need is the new uh, the new iMac, the Intel iMac. So that's what I've got. I'm, I'm recording this now on an Intel iMac with the brand new GarageBand 06. That's, that's why the introduction is that way. I mean, within a few months, everybody will be using that tune sands the turn with Tom bit but um but yeah so I'm looking at this brand new machine and um thanks to Anna who noticed a little button on the Apple site that said if you buy uh, a new computer and a new iPod you can get a, a rebate $200 rebate and so I'm ha holding here in my other hand a fifth generation 30 gig iPod I'm just, I mean, having gone from two G3s to one G3, an Intel, and an iPod, uh, a brand new, it's white, by the way. Did I say that? I don't know. I'm pretty stoked. That's my computer woohoo for the week. I am having some issues with this computer, but um, like I said, the, the, new, um, the new iMacs, these are the ones that are all in the flat screen, don't ship with a modem anymore. Don't ship with a dial-up modem, which is probably about, you know, probably pretty reasonable when you consider the market. But unfortunately, we don't have broadband just yet anyway, so I'm still not connected to the internet. But um, that's just another good argument to get broadband put on at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it does have a whole stack of funky stuff, and I'm going to be playing around with that. And you may see some some uh, 
new things coming out. But um, uh, sometimes programs like iMovie just stop working, and I'm thinking, come on, you've got all this computer power behind you. Why aren't why aren't you working? And I, I av I've avoided tech stuff in the past because it um, not because I don't know about it, but because it does take a little bit of preparation and uh, preparation that I haven't been uh, haven't been willing to put in, unfortunately. Uh, but the keyboard sometimes the keyboard just stops working like you it just won't type uh, and it's just kind of like you press the uh, caps lock key and the light won't even come on and the mouse which comes out of the keyboard it still works but the keyboard just stops working or the oh man the mouse the new mighty mouse and i've just realized i busted a pen before no i didn't and i busted a pen before because there's no ink on my hands now there's ink on my brand new mighty mouse um, but, um, yeah, once or twice the mouse has just stopped working, uh, and sometimes it just doesn't go to sleep. So, I don't know, maybe I should get on the internet and download the latest security packs or, um, hey, 10 points if you can tell me how to fix my computer. <laughs> Is 10 with Tom 10 points worth any sort of currency nowadays? I'm looking at the counter at the bottom of uh, GarageBand, which I'm now recording in. Thank you. I've I've dug a hole and buried Audacity. Um, and I don't know what's happening here. There's numbers flashing by. I can tell you what I'm up to in seconds. Or maybe that's bars. How many bars are we up to? Um, Betty, if you can tell me what's wrong with my computer or point me in the right direction. Or should I just ring back and say, send me a new computer? I don't want to send it away if they're going to be three months fixing it. I don't know. Um... Computer. I'm, I'm finished talking about computers, but uh, this is a very nice machine. It's got, <laughs> it's got a remote control, and it just magnets to the side. I don't believe it. Anyway, from computers to cranky pants now. I have uh, some cranky pants. We've had the pleasure of watching uh, The Amazing Race in the last couple of days, and I'm not going to go and talk about television shows because um, I kind of side with uh, Shelley on this one. That's... Uh, so, because some TV shows I just don't enjoy, and I'm not going to name names, and it isn't The Amazing Race. So, um, Aaron, be cool. I love your segment. And uh, anyway, somehow you're like a week ahead of us. I don't know how that happened. Um, so I only know like a week. Oh, anyway, anyway, never mind. Maybe I'll do an Amazing Race update. It wasn't on last week. Like we were all getting ready to sit down and watch it, and it just wasn't on. The Amazing Race wasn't on. So I don't know if they cancelled it after one week. This is what happens in Australia. They just cancel things, and you don't know about it. But I was watching it, and this is something, I must admit, I, I see a lot of it in American television, and that's because a lot of the television that exists in the English-speaking entertainment world is American, um, but I don't see it in UK stuff and Australian stuff so much. And that is, if, uh, and this is Cranky Pants for this week, I, I just slipped my Cranky Pants on while, while I was talking, I can multitask like that. And that is, if something, if somebody says something and the, the microphone just doesn't quite pick it up, then they put it in subtitles. So, you know, they're in the helicopter and the one guy says to the other guy, wow, what a view. And, it, you know, with all the things, it comes out. So they, they put it in subtitles. Wow, what a view. And that, for some reason, really bothers me. I think, first of all, if you don't have the equipment to pick it up in the first place, you can't make up for it. It's like, oh, sorry, we stuffed up because our sound equipment didn't work. Here, we'll put it up in words. That doesn't, you know, either get it right or just leave it. And second of all, who cares? Who cares if they say, wow, what a view? You can usually, 
and, and and this is the thing that annoys me the most. You can usually hear what they said anyway, and it's just like um, patronizing for me. So, you know, for it to come up in subtitles. Oh, in case you're, you know, weren't paying attention, here it is in subtitles, or you know. But even if it is something that you really can't make it out, more often than not, it's just something like, "Wow, what a view!" And it's just like, why go to all the trouble? It's it really doesn't matter. Now, what really annoys me, and this is something that uh, I used to see on a, I think it was um, like a Guinness Book of World Records or something show. If a person was from Australia or uh, Northern Ireland or, you know, uh, Northern England or, or somewhere, you know, where they didn't have a particular accent, then they, they, and then they would uh, put subtitles up. So they had this guy from um, central New South Wales, for an example, and he had done the most tattoos or something. And he sounded like one of my uncles. And, um, and they had subtitles. And it was like, come on, this guy is speaking English. If you can't, first of all, if you can't understand what this guy's saying, even through a relatively thick accent, then, well, first of all, can you read? If you're so stupid that you can't understand what this person is saying, are you able to read? Anyway, if you're listening, executives of these shows, don't put subtitles on when people are speaking plain English. Okay, I'll take off my cranky pants now. Um, Ten points from two episodes ago. I put some uh, pictures up on my website and I got uh, just um, you to write in and say what, what you think they were. They were sort of obscure angles of everyday common objects. And I only got one response, and I'm told that it was a joint effort between Cat from the Catfish Show and Rico from uh, from that crowd uh, and other things. Uh, he has a blog, and I'll put a link to that on my site. Unfortunately, they didn't get them right. And may I say to Cat and Rico, do you really think I'd make it that easy for you? Come on. Who do you think I am? They know what I'm talking about. The first one that that uh, looked like a white bars and a white thing was actually the inside of my freezer looking from the under the bottom, under the shelf, up to the freezer bit, the inside of the freezer. You can go over to cinematom.com and check these out and see what I'm talking about. I think it was the second one. Uh, looked like a cupboard in the wall with two ropes. This is actually a holiday house that my parents were staying at and it was like a, a dummy waiter or a lazy waiter. And this holiday house was... Only about the size of a large room wide, but it was three or four floors up. And you just had this fantastic little dummy waiter. And you put, for instance, you put your groceries in there after the shop. You close the door and it just had like a rope. You pull it up. <laughs> I'm just thinking. And yeah, the first thing I, I you know, you can guess what the f first thing I thought of when, when, I, um, when I saw it was. And I, sure enough, I checked the, uh, the weight limit on it. And let's just say that it was uh, quite a considerable fraction of my body weight, so I didn't I didn't try and do that thing, which immediately came to mind. <coughs> uh, but that's what the the next photo was. The last one was a bottle of tomato sauce, um, tomato ketchup, as some of my listeners would say, viewed from the top, looking down at the bottle. And this is a very common shape for a bottle in Australia. Master Foods makes them that way. And I'll put a photo on tinnitus.com about what it looks like square on. But that's what that was. So well done, Cat and Rico, for having a try. The next week, I asked um, some questions about my favorite 
rugby league team because the rugby league season has now started and I'll do a bit of a rundown on that next show. Suffice it to say that this weekend, the game that the Raiders, Canberra Raiders, my team, were involved in, the game actually broke a record, a score record. Uh, sadly, the record was not in such a way that it was, uh, that it favoured Canberra in any way. But, you know, it's nice to know that we can be involved in these things. And um, the question was, what are the team colours? And Bruce wrote in and correctly said that they are green, blue, white and yellow. So there you go, in, in case anybody ever asked. And he didn't mention, but he didn't need to, because he's not from Canberra or New South Wales, that the team mascot is a Viking by the name of Victor, Victor the Viking. There's an interesting story where the guy who played Victor was retiring, and I think his son was, was um, going on to play the new mascot, also called Victor. And um, that was very, very interesting. So well done, Bruce, Cat, and Rico. Ten points for Bruce, five each for for Cat and Rico, and well done, Bruce, for the Raiders question. Did I say that? Well done, anyway. Um, Ten with Tom... This week, I've decided to make it a motorcycle inclined question because I, I hold a motorcycle license and I hold a motorcycle helmet when I can be bothered getting down off my shelf. I'm looking at it now. Blue. I haven't worn it for a little while because I don't have a bike at the moment. But this is something that uh, just struck me when I was in the car. Um, okay. The the uh, indicator lights, the blinker lights that you turn on to say if you're turning left or right, on the outside of the car, they're orange. They blink orange, and then you turn left or right, whichever way you take. On your dashboard, though, on the thing that you're looking at, they blink green. Why are they green? They're universally green in all cars. Now, on a motorcycle, they blink orange. <laughs> so on your dashboard, they're orange. You see a little orange lights to tell you that the blinkers are on. Now, my question is, and I don't know if this is why they're orange, but there is another indicator light on the dashboard of a motorcycle that is green. So for 10 points, first person with correct answer, or five points for everybody else, uh, what indicator light on the dashboard of a motorcycle is green? And it's not the blinkers. Well, I have no idea how long this show has run for because, um, well, I can tell you in bars... If I could do the maths in my head, I could probably figure it out. Um, I have no idea how long this show's run for, but uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as I have. If you have, go on over to 10withtom.com and leave a comment on my blog. Otherwise, if, if you want to tell me something that's a little bit more personal, um, drop me an email, tom at 10withtom.com. Send your g'days, as Bruce did. He also he said some lovely things as well. Um, and... Oh, yes, the soup special. He talked about the soup special. The soup special was just a bit of fun. He, and I'm sorry to people who listen on MP3 players, which I did until this week, who who uh, can't get those enhanced podcasts. I won't do it again. I won't make a habit of it. Uh, I, I just found a program that would do it for me before I discovered that the new GarageBand would do it for me. Um, but it was just a bit of fun. And let me tell you, the soup was delicious. And I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you couldn't get it, it'll play in iTunes. Anyway, I won't do it again. And Bruce said some nice things about that. Uh, if you'd like to say some nice things about my shows, as I said, go on over to tenwithtom.com and leave, an, uh, leave a comment on my blog or drop me a line at tom at tenwithtom.com. Well, that's the closing music, I assume. And I can't imagine what else it would be, unless the neighbours are playing their stereo too loud. 
they're probably wondering what I'm doing sitting here talking to myself. So uh, thanks for joining me and I'm looking forward to your company again next episode. This is episode 10, by the way. I was going to make a big deal about it. I should. 10 10s with Tom. Yay. Maybe I'll do it again next week. Two, two, two 10 with Tom 10s in a row. Anyway, I better go. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you all out there. Bye-bye.